The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the Thursday edition of the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Brad Whisker and Morgan Black. And we are mere hours away from Game 1 of the NBA Finals. A man that is in the midst of all the action down near Scotiabank Arena is Jamie Tawil, news and sports anchor at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Jamie, how's it going? So far, so good, guys. How you doing? We're doing great. I mean, we can hear the people in the background. What's it been like near Jurassic Park today? Well, around Jurassic Park, it's been chaotic, only because uh, people have been lining up since 4 a.m. I think 4 or 5 a.m. this morning, so essentially 15 hours before tip-off, some fans trying to get into Jurassic Park. But right now, I'm standing literally in the middle of Jurassic Park, and there's not a soul in here other than security, staff, and guys setting up some audio and things like that. Um, But uh, they will be letting people in at 7 o'clock. This is one of five zones. Uh, What happened initially was, uh, you know, in the middle of the season, obviously they just had the one area set up, which is the Jurassic Park, which is where I am right now. holds about 1,200. When they realized that was not going to be enough in terms of the demand they were having, they uh, set up two other zones, all or sorry, three other zones, all of which hold 1,200. So that coupled with some people on Bremner, you're looking at upwards of 10,000 people uh, just watching the game on the big screen. How many blocks are we talking in terms of people waiting to get into these five zones? It wraps all the way around. It's hard to say blocks because it actually wraps around not only Scotiabank Arena, which runs along parts of Bay, Bremner, but it also wraps all the way around Union Station, which is in behind Scotiabank Arena. So it's kind of a a bit of a snake line that goes all the way down, but I can guarantee you these people uh, have been waiting a long time. I I just hope they can all get in because there'll be some seriously disappointed people that have been waiting here for hours and uh, and can't get in here. Jamie, have you spoken to those in line since 4 a.m.? I haven't. I want... Uh, I just I just got here, and the first thing I did was get my media credentials, come into uh, Jurassic Park, and right now checking things out. But that is my next stop. I'm going to go talk to some people that have been here since 4 or 5 a.m., and I'm pretty excited to see uh, how anxious they are to get in here. Yeah, I want to know what it's like for the for that person at the front of the line and their story for the day. I mean, they, w- <laughs> they would have woken up at 3 a.m., you know, either taking the subway or some form of transit down there, and hopefully in pairs, so they've been able to leave and go to the bathroom at some point during the day. But did they bring a lunch pack, you know, with loaded with food? I mean, it's going to be such an incredible story. Yeah, there are backpacks uh, allowed in there. Obviously, they're checked, and some people have a little stool set up, the ones that have been waiting, as you mentioned, since 3 a.m. So you want to talk about passion. People willing to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, pack a bag full of food, grab a couple stools, and literally stand in a line to get in to see not the game in the actual arena, but on a big screen. I mean, that's passion. And it just goes to speak to what we've seen from Raptor fans over the past number of weeks throughout these playoffs. And, of course, during the regular season as well, this fan base is absolutely incredible. They're a very, very passionate group, and uh, I'm sure they're just dying for tip-off in a few hours. Jamie, what's the process to get all of those fans into Jurassic Park? Like, is it, is it like a little funnel system, or is it they open the gates and everyone just kind of floods in? No, it's very it's very much more organized than that. I think they know uh, these, these fans are pretty anxious to get in here, and they don't want anybody getting injured or trampled. So they have turnstiles, or not turnstiles, rather, uh, the gates set up that sort of zigzag, almost as if you're waiting in line at security at an airport. 
but they have each of those set up at each zone. So once they realize, I guess they hit 1,200 in line, they put a, a new barricade there and they set up the next zone. So there's about 1,200 waiting in, in line uh, for Jurassic Park and then zone two, zone three, zone four, so on, all the way down to Bremner. So I'm sure you guys remember those images we saw from uh, game six against Milwaukee where it was all the way down. It's going to be like that, if not uh, even more amazing tonight. I'm, I'm stoked to see some of the pictures. I'm on ground level, so I won't really have that vantage point, but uh, it's going to be pretty cool to be amongst the thick of things down here. Jamie, what was your journey like into Jurassic Park and before you got in, and what were the streets like? Are people, you know, yelling and screaming already? Are people lining up to get into restaurants? Are, are people wearing the gear? It's... Uh, I, the best way I could describe it right now, it's calm before the storm. Um, there is a lot of police, a lot of security, and a lot of just staff. Uh, staff with Scotiabank Arena, staff who are organizing Jurassic Park. And as far as the fans go, there are two places they can be found right now. Well, actually three if you include the line for people trying to get into Jurassic Park. The other two, Real Sports Apparel or Real Sports Bar and Grill, and of course a number of other bars in and around this area. So kind of a calm atmosphere right now but the raptor apparel you're seeing is everywhere in fact there are lineups to just to get in to real sports uh, apparel there are two different shops here and uh, security has to let in x amount of people at a time once somebody leaves they let somebody else in um i spoke with a manager from uh real sports apparel. i think i was telling you guys this the other day and they're, they're talking almost six figures they hit today today alone in apparel sales so uh, it goes to show you how much people have hopped on this bandwagon. Holy six figures. Uh, yeah, $100,000. They, they, they were flirting. $72,000 was the most they had ever hit, and that was uh, game six the day of against the Milwaukee Bucks. They hit $72,000, and they believe that they will break that tonight. So he was saying they, they could be flirting with $100,000 in apparel sales alone. Pretty crazy. Jamie, if Toronto wins tonight, what do you foresee the atmosphere being? I mean, these people who have been here since 4 a.m., if they, if Toronto wins, are they just going to keep the party going for 24 hours? 100%. I just hope that people are safe and smart. Uh, we remember game six, there were no arrests made, but there were some fans that got a little stupid jumping on police cruisers, city buses, things like that. Uh, police really, really um, encouraging everybody to, to be smart, use your head, have fun. But, uh, you know, barring all that, absolutely, this party will go on well into the morning hours should the Raptors win game one tonight.